Welcome to the Take Two Podcast, where we take a look at movies from our childhood and look upon them with fresh eyes. We are in search of the answer to the question, do the movies we love from when we were young still stand up today? My name's Chris Conkling. And I'm Jared Conception. And why did it have to be snakes? That's right. Today we're taking a look at Raiders of the Lost Ark, the 1981 Steven Spielberg classic. Um, also, somehow George Lucas. And admittedly, like uh, before I rewatched this again, I was still kind of confused on whose movie this really was. Was it George? Was it Steve? It's Spielberg's. It's Spielberg's movie, right? You can tell by how pervasive it actually is and good throughout typically the, the sequels. We don't need to learn about how Indiana Jones became Indiana Jones. You know? No, no. But before we begin, we'd actually like to take a second to uh, say thank you to everyone who has been uh, checking out our page and like mm-hmm. giving us comments and kind of lighting a fire under our ass to keep recording. We've been away for a little bit of time, uh, but that's okay because we've been going through some changes. You know, we've been rediscovering ourselves. Like a caterpillar turning into a beautiful monarch butterfly. It's <laughs> not the sound a caterpillar makes, is it? It does now. It's a cat. <laughs> um, so before we begin, oh, we already said our thank yous. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are joined by a couple of guests today, new guests. Um, do you want to introduce them, Chris? Sure. Uh, Let's talk our, about them like they're not here, though. You know, our guest today is a fine gentleman from the Go Folk Yourself podcast, Mr. Dan Barron. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Everyone Everyone doing all right out there? You want to <laughs> s- want to tell us a little bit about yourself, sir? Uh, yeah, you know, um, um, I'm a romantic at heart. I think that's important to state state first. Uh, you know, nothing nothing gets me more turned on than uh, than a fine glass of champagne and some chocolates by a fireplace. Is that what we're talking about? Kind nope. of. Nope. Oh, yeah. Not at all. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I thought we were asking about me. I mean, if, I guess I also have a podcast, but uh, that's why I brought my my marketing guy. I don't I don't do that shit. Who's I'm your on marketing air. guy? I'm on air personality. I don't remember your name, but if you just want to, uh, yeah, I'm I'm marketing guy. Um, my mom calls me Nick, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> your mom calls me Nick too. <laughs> that's weird. That's your weird. mom calls Normally me marketing she calls guy. Shooters by their name. <laughs> So yeah, I'm Nick. Uh, I am also on Dan's podcast. We are both here from Go Folk Yourself, uh, our folklore podcast. Yeah, uh, Go Folk Yourself. Uh, we also, we are launching a new podcast, so keep your eyes open for Public House Library. But yes, uh, we are representing uh, both of those podcasts tonight, and p- perhaps uh, a little bit more, but you know, you can listen to our show for that. God damn it, enough about your show, all right? <laughs> what? I'm, sorry. Our I'm show. sorry, I'm sorry, I thought we were guests. No, no, no. Well, I never. Only by name, okay? All right, no, not all by right. actual status. All right, <laughs> fine. All right, so you guys ready to dive in? Yeah, let's, let's right. do it. Let's start off in classic take two uh, fashion with a uh, pitch off. All right. So uh, what we'll do is we'll go around and we'll each try to pitch this movie in the synopsis and we'll see who's is best. I think like we should all always. vote internally here. Which is best? Yeah, I th- yeah, which is best. All right. So um, guest first. Yeah, always. Guest oh, first. All right. Uh, Nick, you want to go first or you want me to? You can go first. Okay. I mean, I, it's weird to start with the best first, but here we go. <clears throat> Indiana Jones, the professor with the bullwhip, squares off against big spiders, boulders, indigenous people, inaccurate mapping methods, French rivals, Nazis, ex-girlfriends, pirates, Aryan monkeys, bad dates, trucks, mirrors, wardrobe malfunctions, German mechanics, wicker baskets, Kabbalah ghosts, and snakes. Why'd it have to be snakes? I don't need to watch the movie anymore. Shit, yeah. Should we just stop the podcast now? <laughs> that's a that's a modern theatrical trailer right there. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, we it's just saw voice. everything we needed to. I want everyone to know what this movie's about. Got it. Right from the back of the box. Yeah, no, no, jo- no journey of discovery, right? Yeah. Just What's like, the point? Here's here's everything. This is an adventure. It's this like is on not... the, the back of a box of chocolates is like where they're all labeled anyway, right? Life's you, not really like a box of chocolates. You already <laughs> referenced the fact that we don't need to know where Indiana Jones came from. I also say, what's the point in hiding what he's about to face just show them that you've got some weird shit for him to face and that he's gonna go against it, Damn it I can't you're trying to lucas that. this I, uh, i'm trying to spielberg how dare you <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's pretty good uh hey nick you got one yeah i got one uh so you know you kind of picture it's like a, a dusty vhs cover you pick it up you blow it off a little bit mm-hmm. flip it yeah. over yeah yeah keep going go on yeah. oh, I'm going. one more time yeah <sighs> That's normal breathing, though. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be asthmatic. Do you need an inhaler? 
<laughs> Battery acid. So you blow it off a little bit. You read the back. It says the title. <laughs> then you get to the synopsis where it says, Why listen to your teacher teach you about history when you can just watch him? A question is a Very synopsis. Nice. Oh, I like that. Critically like thinking. Except uh, he's not a teacher. He's a professor. And you've uh, just undercut yeah. the years of study he did. Yeah, I know. Put a lot of work into it. Yeah. Undersell. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm glad that you mentioned that he's a professor because I actually said... It's a race against time as an archaeology professor goes globetrotting to discover an ancient biblical artifact before the Nazis can find it and use it for their evil schemes. Their evil schemes turn out to be World War II. But that's, isn't that already happening? Uh, no, it's 1936. Yeah, oh, 36, it's not at that point. Right, it's right. just that people kind of know, like, man, these Nazis are kind of dicks. Yeah, yeah. there's just a lot social, of evil things. Like, it's a social club at this point. Oh, ooh, yeah, a actually, socialist yeah. club. Wait, 36, had the Reichstag been burnt down yet? Yeah, it would have been. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, They're it's like, basically oh, a social man, club. Our old that's, clubhouse is gone. That's pretty good. Okay, um, so mine would probably be um, a klepto-sociopathic megalomaniac um, breaks international laws by stealing from other countries and his current uh, adventure takes him to the exotic locales of Tibet and Egypt and some Ooh. unnamed island full of white supremacists. Yeah, where is that <laughs> island? Because I think there's some people in Charlottesville who it's wanted Jurassic to know. Park. That's really... <laughs> <laughs> well, got to make sure they pick up their tiki, to tiki On torches. On the way. You know, they're the going to sell the them way. outside. They're not there. I love, I love the fact that even though you and I always watch the same movie, we always manage to see a different movie somehow. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that the whole point of this podcast? Yeah, is pretty much. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's really... That was really poignant. Yeah, that actually, that, that hit home, guys. I get that. I get Jihad, that. what have you got? Podcast over. Take us home, Salah. A young thief, or a, an experienced thief, learns the very threshold of friendship love and integrity with by going through the greatest adventure of his entire life until two years from now. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one on the way. I, I didn't write that down, guys. That came straight from the heart. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, Temple of Doom was a prequel. No. Just think it's important to correct that. According but there's to also season Kingdom four, episode seven. <laughs> Just believe that it was Doom years a was prequel? Yeah, yeah, Doom's a prequel. Temple of Doom is a prequel. Did we just, my did we just whole wreck mind, your, yeah, yep. it's My mind's blown. I, yeah, so where was Short Round when Raiders came about? Like, there's the question. Yeah. The fuck happened sense. to him? That makes College? Sense. Yeah. I think not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I he know. went into the mines and worked until his heart was stolen. Holy shit. Yeah, probably. dark. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going to talk about Temple of Doom because we could get into weird Indian voodoo and how that's not necessarily culturally accurate, but... Okay, um... So, um, actually, I think, whose do you think was best? Yours was a little verbose, Dan. <laughs> All right, well, you know what? Uh, I was aiming, I'm just going to cut you right away. I was uh, aiming for the shock effect less than uh, the I'm dramatic build. I'm always going to say that mine was the best. Hmm, weird. <laughs> I'm biased. So. Uh, if I have my vote already. I know who's the best was. You're disqualified. I thought mine was pretty much Aladdin. My bad. <laughs> Go back. But that's why I want to give it to you, because yours spoke from the heart and was another movie. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still voting for Chris. I'm okay, voting, I'm voting for, for Chris. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm voting for Jared just because. <laughs> oh, snap. And my vote goes to Jihad, so I guess Jihad wins. Oh, okay. That's not how the game's played. Let's move on. I didn't vote for anybody. Oh, all right, well. <laughs> Wait, do ours get weighted any differently? No, I think we just didn't get real votes. If you share a mic, However, you share a vote. <laughs> <laughs> like three-fifths of a vote? Oh, you can go God. onto our Facebook Topical. page. Oh, yeah. And let us know who you think have the best pitch. Yeah. 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 Or if you have one better... Don't post it. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck would that be for? Yeah, it's just a showing off. You were here to listen podcast. to us. <laughs> take three podcasts where we listen to take two podcasts. That's our next project. That's gonna be really good. So what was what was the that format that you guys watched it on originally? Blue. Dan, you want to go first? Uh, originally. Originally. Uh, yeah. Eight millimeter. Eight? You did not. My watch dad it. had that shit on eight millimeter. Your dad did, he has a copy of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't think he does anymore. He did. Where is it? Where did that go? Oh, I'm going to have to track that down. Eight millimeter? Yes, legitimately. <laughs> God damn it. Legitimately, that was the first. And, and you know what the best part was? That box was not labeled. It did not look <laughs> legit. He bought that shit from, like, I guarantee you a street vendor at some point. But, yeah, so he had he had that on eight millimeter. He had Beetlejuice. 
He had uh, Batman, the like original Batman, uh, and oh, what was the other movie? Shit, I can't remember. He had movies that were on that format that no longer needed to be on that format because oh other things had come about. And we had a VCR. Like, it, <laughs> it made no sense, but we had it on 8mm. Things I mean, are just better on 8mm. I guess it's just warmer, you know? Everything's like just, sound better. It's got a better crisp, uh, oh, crisp color scheme. I love that that guy's come over to our podcast now. Oh, well, there's voices on every podcast yeah. I do. Every single one. God damn it. God damn it. Sand. <laughs> All sand. What about you, Nick? What did you originally watch it on? Uh, my original watching was on VHS. Got to pop it in and, you know, watch it on there yeah. in that crisp SD. Yeah. Mm. I think that was less than SD at that point, really. Oh, I think it Absolutely. was just D. <laughs> it was just the D. Just the D. Just watch it on definition. <laughs> More like GD, like grain definition. <laughs> like, God damn, I can't God see, damn, I can't see like anything SP, right. SLP, come on now. You guys <laughs> know your own VHS tapes. Oh, I see your sound guy's also annoying. This yeah. is good. There's some similarities. Yeah, there, huh? but you know what? I don't take shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. You're hired. <laughs> we do things a little different around here in Take Two. Um, Chris? Uh, my first viewing was also on VHS at a friend's house. Okay. Um, that's pretty much all I remember, to be perfectly honest. It's like that you watched it at a friend's house? What was yep. your friend's name? Uh, I believe it was shit. my friend Chad. <laughs> From like preschool or kindergarten, yeah. Chad, Chad, yeah. Was it the Chad? What I remember Chad. most about Indiana Jones, though, is in 1992, <laughs> they released a video game for the PC called Indiana Jones and uh, the Fate of Atlantis. I and fucking it, played that game, dude. Oh my god. So <laughs> the Raiders of the Lost Ark plus that game is what really kind of like launched me into Indiana Jones. It was a one of those point and click games, like a precursor to the Telltale games, yep. where like all the actions that you did kind of changed the plot of the story. But, but like barely. Yeah. Like you oh, really yeah. thought it did, but like it barely. didn't. No matter yeah. what it ended. Yeah. Like if you didn't click the right things, you wouldn't progress. Yeah, so. exactly. That's really all it was. <laughs> I played an Indiana Jones game too, but it was like Indiana Jones and the 16-bit pixelated adventure on like Atari or something. That oh, sounds like what Pitfall. we played. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was not far <laughs> off. Oh, it was Pitfall. You're right. Pitfall. <laughs> I, 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 there, was, there was no Indiana Jones on there at all. <laughs> Pitfall no. was actually the inspiration for Indiana Jones. <laughs> not not I, the other way around. Nope. No. Nope. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Jet, what about you? Okay, I can't remember what exactly the the format was. I just know that we didn't have it anymore, so I almost want to believe it was Betamax. Because we still had all of our VHS tapes, but I know we had Indiana Jones, and I know we had a Betamax player at one point, and then I didn't have Indiana Jones when that Betamax player went away. <laughs> so... <laughs> so this movie, in which came out in 1981, made it on no less than three different formats. And that's probably not the end, because we didn't talk about DVD nope, or oh, yeah. Blu-ray. I own it on DVD. I own it on Blu-ray. Like I own that movie, I think, three different ways. You own it digitally? Yep, that's the third way. There. <laughs> I mean, granted, it came with the Blu-ray copy. Ah, okay. Was yeah. it like one of those ultraviolets? Uh, no, iTunes. it just literally is like, oh, here's, a, here's a code to download it from <laughs> our, our spe specific app. You're going to love it. And then iTunes acquired it, and I just got it on iTunes anyway. I, I think know. it was also on VCD, too. Like the big pizza-sized oh ones you have to wear a glove to, to watch. Like oh, Laserdisc? Laserdisc. I almost yeah. guarantee it was on Laserdisc. Yeah. Yeah. That and like Lorenzo's Oil. <laughs> and Voyage of the Mimi. <laughs> no? No, no. no. <laughs> that, one doesn't, that one doesn't scan. No, bro. nope, sorry. <laughs> he pees himself. Oh, I'll watch Tell it. more. Right. <laughs> what about you, man? Uh, I actually don't even remember where I fully watched it when I was younger. I the most, the best memory I have of it is recorded on a VHS tape. Apparently, I had a box full of bootleg VHS tapes that were recorded off of other things, like other tapes. So it was always mixed in with commercials or weird trilogies. Like you had Ghostbusters on like a recorded VHS yes. too, right? And actually, growing up, like. Star Wars, my original Star Wars trilogy was all on one tape, consisted of A New Hope, uh, Purple Rain, and Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I was I was a man before, like when I first watched Empire Strikes Back. So for the longest time, way. you thought Purple Rain was the second Star Wars movie? Yeah, and I thought... It kind like, of is, if you really look at it. Yeah, through a different lens, which is probably why I have a completely different perspective on all of these stories for everyone. It's like, oh, there's Ghostbusters, and then Meatballs is the sequel. Right. And then Ghostbusters 2, which is Ghostbusters 3. And then Stripes. And that's oh, Stripes. Stripes is really like all Ghostbusters. Yeah. Let's be 
honest, though, it's all because HBO would have that free weekend of yep. <laughs> videos. Oh, yeah. And that's how he got it. Because I had like a tape that was Beetlejuice, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and something else, too. Yeah. You know what? You're actually probably exactly right because that HBO intro was always in my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The old intro. Yeah. Sorry. You just like awoke something in me. Yeah, me too. It's one of my special powers. I conjure memories. Um, all right, so what are some of your favorite moments then? If we're speaking about memories, who wants to volunteer? I want to go. Yeah. Okay. Face melt. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> just the scream alone. I remember being a kid and laughing my ass off. And I'm just like, <laughs> and then, like that's supposed to scare a kid, but apparently not for me. I'm like, ah, Nazi face. Blah. Yeah, it's Nazis dying. That's hilarious. Ah, well, okay. <laughs> Speaking someone who was culturally born to hate them. Yes, yes. Hi, I'm Jewish. Oh, uh, hey man, all your words, fan. not mine. That's your word. Okay. <laughs> um. But actually, very interesting point, the the face melting, because I remember when this movie, when I was younger, was super scary to me. Oh, it was more oh, scary yeah. than adventurous to me. And I remember looking at it in the same vein as like, oh, there's poltergeists and there's raiders. Oh. E.T. was scarier to me than, than raiders. Well, for obvious reasons. The kid almost died. No, yeah. the screaming in the cornfield. I would leave the room. Oh, when yeah. they first met, I'd be like, no, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I'm running. That was, that was Spielberg again. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hey, that guy can fucking set Have you, Has anyone watched his documentary yet on HBO? Because I want to watch that. What? He's got they a did, doc on they, HBO? They did a documentary about his life. Like oh, about, wow. And, I, and like someone told me it's phenomenal. And I need to watch it. Because Spielberg, I'll say it right now, to me, best director that America's ever had. Yeah. Like the most, no, he's great. Yeah. Most influential. Yeah. He's, our, he's America's J.K. Rowling for film. Yeah. He builds worlds and just or is like, J.K. Rowling's Britain's Steven, Steven Spielberg? Spielberg. Didn't well, they get us first books. with the Beatles? <laughs> Damn it, they did it. Well, you know, we got them first with the Revolutionary War, which oh, we yeah, won, that's bitches. Right, that's right. That's right. You could take that tea. Yeah, our birth was bloody. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, other favorite moments. Uh, I, I can say one of mine. Yeah. So. Uh, Belloc, the villain of that movie, mm -hmm. uh, to me is one of the best characters. Even though I do have one complaint about him, and we'll leave, I know that comes kind of later as we sure, dissect. Yeah. But there's one moment that has always been my favorite, and that is towards the end. They're walking with the Ark. They're like single file on the the Isle Isle of Arian, uh, and <laughs> and Indiana Jones steps up with the rocket launcher yeah. and just says hello. Yeah. And I just love the moment where Belloc turns, looks. Sees this man in the distance, just goes, Jones? Jones? As if, like, I can't fucking deal with you anymore. Like, he can't kill him. He can't get rid of him. Like, there are at least six different moments throughout that movie where you know in his head he's like, well, he's either dead or he's finally going to leave me alone. Yeah, and I can yeah. go about my job <laughs> of collecting these artifacts because I also get paid for this. And then it's done. But that moment where he sees him with a rocket launcher on a mountain on the island <laughs> that no one else can get to. He's just like, how? How the fuck? Yep. And that, that to me is always one of my favorite moments. That and the moment where Indy uh, sees Marion for the first time. And it's just so well shot. His giant shadow oh, yeah. oh, on the looming wall over her. looming over as if like this is that personification of what has literally been looming over her life up till that point. Mm -hmm. Oh, Just beautiful. Beautiful. Well shot. Yeah. Mine is so much less thematic. <laughs> yeah. So much less. Like, for me, it's just, it's such a quintessential indie moment. It's in the square. He's like, he's running around. He's trying to get back to Marion. And he sees the guy pop out. He's like doing all the tricks with the sword. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, shit. He's going to get this guy with the sword. And he just goes, fuck it. It's that scene is just burned into my head. Like that is absolutely one of my key memories. Yeah. It's just something that just I was not expecting it. It was just such a tone setter for that movie. And fully improvised. Yeah. That's that scene was completely improvised because he was dealing with dysentery yes. and was so fed up with shooting <laughs> that he didn't do the giant choreographed fight that he was supposed to have. Yep. And yet it is I agree. It's it's iconic. That yeah. scene. Like, what if he just shit himself instead? Drops. <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm, cut. Cut. I'm sure there are some bloopers with something oh. very similar to yeah, that. That's what I call it when I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Can that be a thing? Yeah. I'm adding it to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> a blooper. 
where you're dying of dysentery and you can't stop shitting yourself. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. How to speak black for whites. Yeah, basically. That's oh. why I used it. Oh. That's why you submit so much. I just want to be part of something. What is that? Cultural appropriation? Something I want to be myself. appropriated by a culture is more so what's happening. Um, but yeah, that scene was uh, definitely... Uh, probably the most iconic because I think in that moment he felt more Han Solo than anything else. Definitely. I was like, Han shoots first. <laughs> That's right. Um, what about you, Chris? Favorite moment? Like Nick, mine moments were kind of more iconic. Like the opening scene where he's running from the boulder, that always stuck with me as a kid. Uh, the scene where they're trapped in the temple with all the snakes. Um, and then the scene, of course, where he has to climb down the front of the truck and then under the truck. Oh my God. I always scene. really thought that was super cool as yeah. a kid. That was that was really good. The stunts in this movie. Oh yeah, the stunt work is fantastic. Insane. Stunts and setting. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. yeah. Planes, trains, submarines, everything. Is Literally everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. Full full range of everything. Yeah. And it like to uh, a tasteful degree where he doesn't like drift into uh, who's that director that we hate. Oh, Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah, he doesn't go Michael Bay because it's, it's not. Yeah, there's explosions, but they're timed. Yeah. They're purposeful. Like the the airplane when he's fighting the mechanic. Uh -huh. Like it's not an explosion, but that gory scene of like the propeller hitting that doesn't just happen. Yeah. Like it's a slow build, it, and the hero tries to stop it. Yes. He the does. hero tries to kind of like hint like. Uh, but, uh, and just nope, nope. too late. Right. Actually, he doesn't you. do that. He he actually You're makes right. a small smile in the background and then comes and he his ducks. Head down. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, it's a smile that comes with. <laughs> you wish he tried to stop it. I think in my head, I always supplant that memory of just well, like he would stop it a little. No, he would stop uh, it. At that point, though, he's losing this. He's getting his ass whooped well, by a giant. Point, he was losing from the beginning. That That's was a true. bad fight for That's him to true. pick. Actually, he was losing throughout the entire movie. When you really think about it, it was just like one thing after the other. Then somebody takes his shit. The end. You're I've like, said oh. this so many times. Indiana Jones's only power, if we were to put him on a scale of superheroes, is durability. Yeah, that is his <laughs> only. Superhuman yeah. quality. He has, uh, and I was talking with Chris about this earlier. Is that like uh, Indiana Jones has the same uh, superpower as Rick from Rick and Morty? Is he has protagonist and vulnerability? You know, you have to see him to the end of the movie, so everything he's gonna go through, he's got to survive. Um, but that doesn't like suspend your disbelief from the suspense that builds because I think uh, Spielberg executes it so well and the editing too and sound design all of this lent to suspending that disbelief you're you're always on the edge of your seat you're like he's gonna just like fall off that truck but he doesn't no because it's it's all based off those pulp comics it's based off that golden age of comic books where there wasn't a fear that the hero was going to die death wasn't the fear yeah. in those comic books it was just the ride right mm -hmm. it was just the adventure yeah. and you were just excited you wanted to be that adventurer you weren't worried about Oh God, but the stakes have never been higher. It's not a dark night moment, right? Yeah. Like it's not a who, who's going to come out of this because that wasn't the point. You honestly really just want to see like... It was uh, based off of those uh, those serial uh, types of movie theater things from the 1930s. Mm -hmm. well, sure, yeah. And, and <laughs> Is that Paul... your George Lucas? That was mine. I can't, I can't do it as well. <laughs> no. Dan's definitely got the voices. Well, Anyways, so. it Actually, was... Actually, yeah. when, when, I, when I originally wrote the script, it George was about... Again. What? What's wrong? Hi. Hey, hey George. Hey, George. Hey. I like your daddy. So, so when I was writing it, I, really I, I was it. actually originally writing it to be a Star Wars movie. Oh, it was, all, it was all on Tatooine. That's why it was desert setting. Nice. And then Steven said, it's Egypt, not not another planet. And he said, we got to get rid of the aliens. So I made them Arabs. Oh, my goodness. Who, who let George into the room here? I just. <laughs> George, George, have another appointment. That's <laughs> I'm just going to not do any accents correctly so you can just jump in every yeah, single I, time. Yeah, I got you. No worries. I'm here. <laughs> here for you every time. So what what moments were you waiting for to happen in this movie? When you were, when you were a kid and you would turn it on, you're like, I can't wait to get to this moment. Hmm. Which is inherently different from your favorite moment mm -hmm. somehow. I mean, face melting. Face yeah. melting. Yeah. yeah, that like yeah. I was always excited to see Nazi face melts. And uh, those effects. Oh, my God. Those, those effects, effects, man. <gasps> Certain movies actually do make me feel pretentious when I do the thing where I'm like, man, it's just, you know, they didn't rely on CGI. They were, they really made the shit. And I, I, like CGI is important. Sure. It does a lot. And I get that logically. But like, man, when you can make the effect, yeah. so much more. 
which used a lot of practical effects in this yep. movie. A lot of practical mm-hmm. effects. Which sells the movie so hard. Yep. You know, the thing is, is that I didn't really see, well, I wasn't really waiting for a moment of the movie as much as a prop. And it was always, I was always waiting for the whip to happen. Yes. yes. So unique. Yes. You yeah. know? And it was, I was always happy that, like, whenever he would pull out the gun, he'd either have to give the gun away or he loses the gun. But then the whip, the yeah. whip does things. Because you know the whip is still in play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that bull whip. I, my dad bought me a bullwhip because I liked Indiana Jones so much. And then I lost what? it very quickly after because I was I was not a good kid. And How old so, were you <laughs> when you received a bullwhip? Probably like seven or eight. He was 20, 27, 28. <laughs> <laughs> it was a couple Christmases ago. Yeah, it was It was really bad. I, I hit my mom by accident. You know, oh, shoot. Merry Christmas, Mom. <laughs> no. From Dad. <laughs> no, I just I didn't know what I was doing with it. I think I kept hitting myself in the head with it. Like, I kept whipping it back into my face. <laughs> and I'll bet You'll every time you out. did, you felt like a young Indiana Jones. Absolutely, yeah. I did. You're this like, is this how is I become a through. professor. I was trying to get my Harrison Ford chin scar. It's right very there. important. Yeah. I need that. <laughs> uh, the moment that I was always waiting for in this movie particularly was when they would just open the damn arc. Right? Yeah. Because like that's when all hell breaks loose, which I think was actually in the script. They labeled it like the arc opens and all hell breaks loose, <laughs> which means they didn't really conceptualize what that would look. It right. was all just done. It was going to be something cool, though. That was an angry pile of sand. Though. <laughs> it was an angry pile of yeah, sand. Yeah, you should look into Kabbalah. Most of our piles of sands are pretty angry. Fuck me. It's... Well, like in Agrabah, they had a really angry pile of sand. That Turned into one? a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, that's Jihad's favorite. Uh, uh, what is it called? Quarter, no, Cave of Wonders. Shit, I keep getting it wrong. Again. <laughs> the, the We're gonna call it the Court of Miracles. Cave of Miracles. That's Hunchback. Yeah. They have a whole song about it. There's yeah. no Cave of Wonders song. There should be a Cave of Wonders. <laughs> I agree. Song. And it's probably a lost track by Robin Williams, and it's probably badass too. I'm gonna find Aww. it. Yeah. I'm gonna find it in a temple. New quest on not, not your temple, but like Oh, okay. Way. Oh, all right. Sorry. <laughs> Thought we were going to Shul. It was going to be really fun. Did you guys have any of like the toys or anything? Like, we know that this was during a time where like licensing was going crazy. Did you have any of the toys? Chris, I'm looking specifically <laughs> at you. I didn't have any Indiana Jones toys as a kid. Not the a the one. only like spinoffs or memorabilia I had would be that video game. That was my only other contact with Indiana Jones. Huh. Other than that, and like. Kind of pretending to be Indiana Jones on the playground. Like, that's it. Sure. I mean, yeah. you didn't have a, a legitimate bullwhip like Dan. I didn't like have Dan, a legitimate but... bullwhip like Dan, but <sighs> God help deal. me, I pretended I did. He was just whipping nothing. He yeah. had nothing in his hand. He's like, whoop-cha! <laughs> or, hey, the like, imaginary the is a powerful toy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's free! That's very true. That the is teachers very, are like, we got to get him in a special school. Like. <laughs> Why he is just that stands kid there whipping, whipping nothing? Yeah, he's, he's making, making nothing. weird whipping like, noises. The other kids over there are like playing. He's over there shitting his pants. <laughs> he's <laughs> bloopering. <laughs> this kid keeps pulling, pulling down an invisible brim of a hat and throwing an invisible bullet. I don't understand. It's like a Michael Jackson move. He's so hot right now. <laughs> oh, no. That Michael Jackson is so hot right now. <laughs> um... What about any of the other licensed spin-off things? Were there cartoons or anything that you remember? What do you remember about like Indiana Jones Ugh. outside of just that movie? What about the uh, Adventures of Young Indiana Jones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that TV yeah. show. Yeah. That wasn't from like right after No, Raiders. that no. was that was after 90s? Last Crusade, I yeah. want to say. <laughs> but still Crusade. phenomenal. Which so good. Yeah, but Last Crusade like I loved River Phoenix as a young Indiana Jones. He was just like, yeah. I, he's going places. River Phoenix. Yeah, he's you know, hopefully up and coming. Like he just needs to meet a good Kanye, and then <laughs> yeah, like, that's really all it is. Career will take off. Frederick Douglass. He's he's going places. Is this, <laughs> is, this uh, is, is that joke kosher for your guys' show? That would have that would have been fine on ours. Am I allowed to talk about uh, child stars who were kosher, addicted to precious. drugs and died? And, I don't okay, have cool. you. <laughs> I mean, we have an explicit warning that we don't talk about at the beginning of the podcast. Cool, yeah, because yeah. like there is an E there. If you didn't read this, then. You're gonna find out. We it's always a have point. a hard time. Like, where is it explicit, and where is it just like, good lord, they're talking about that dead kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of problems with talking about slaves and dead kids that we like. We we feel compelled to be like, well, you know what? We're just gonna mention that American history sucks sometimes. <laughs> so that's not really explicit, though. I feel like it's edgy, not necessarily explicit. Like dead kids. Also, fact. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But like sometimes when you talk about bridges that are haunted because the KKK hung like twelve people off of it, yeah, there's just a point where you're like, man, this is really fucking depressing. Ah, this is really depressing. Rated W for woke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know what's in this podcast now. That was good. That was real good. <laughs> Nothing but uh, capital T truth. Um, all right. So anyone else want to say uh, anything? Your inner child want to say anything before we take a quick break? Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, everyone, uh, I, I hate that right now in fashion is the short brim fedora. Bring back the long brim fedora. Yeah, why half ass it? It's a better fedora. It's a better fedora. You're, you're making a stronger point, and I honestly, think it it's more functional too. It, it really is. It keeps the sun yeah. off your neck and out of your eyes, which is the point of a hat. And the, what's the short brim do besides make you look like a douchebag and yep. not get you laid? I mean, I don't think it's the short brim fedora. I think it's the fedora makes you look like a douchebag. Whoa. It has never been in. Even swingers opted for pork pies instead of full brim fedoras. Whoa. If you had a fedora, you have hookers working for you. This motherfucker right here. Or you're in a ska band. <laughs> yeah. Or you're in a ska band. But... Ska's coming back. Like what? Scott never left. What are you talking yeah, about? Back. <laughs> it's like when Justin Timberlake says, I'm bringing sexy back. You never left it, bro. Let's be real. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with the take two. Anybody else looking for some information? Like, I just, I want to know more about ghosts. Oh, ghosts. I love ghosts. They, Wait, are we going to be in it? You're a ghost. Oh, my God. Oh, there's a ghost in the room. You're a ghost. I'm not a ghost. I don't know what we're even doing here anymore. What's happening? The falling apart. This is also confusing, but you know what's not confusing? Go folk yourself podcast. The only podcast where you can listen to all kinds of stories about the American landscape and how it's been shaped by stories about ghosts, spooky things, monsters, and spook hills. Available now on iTunes. Spook hills are the most terrifying things. No, they aren't. It's just your dad puts your car in reverse and he makes you think because you're a dumb kid that the car is going backwards. That's what's spooky. My dad would never lie to me. That's not spooky. He would need to talk to me to do that. (laughs) This is the shittiest ad ever heard. (laughs) Go folk yourself podcast. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, that was a little uh, advertisement from our sister podcast, Go Folk Yourself. But as it stands now, we are ready to dive into our take two for Raiders of the Lost Ark, circa 1981. Let's do it. All right, so uh, opening up this question to the table, uh, what was the format you rewatched it on? Dan? Digital. Digital. Digi- it's just easier. It's just so much more convenient. I, you're able to, like, I could quickly pull it up on my phone, watch a little bit, pause it, go back to it, because it's on Hulu now. Oh, so I was actually yeah. even watching it via Hulu. You watched it on Hulu? Hulu, yeah. I also watched it on Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark on Hulu. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I should have watched it on Hulu, but I bought it on iTunes. Hey, I hey. wish you guys texted me Same ahead here. of time. Worth, worth owning. Worth oh, yeah, owning. Worth owning. Oh, worth owning. Oh, also, this is a great ad for Hulu. You guys should act, absolutely ask for some money. This right. episode brought to you by Hulu. There you yeah. go. Done. iTunes also, right? Nope. iTunes. Yeah, you know what? Um, also brought to you by Napa. Uh, also brought to you by, uh, let's see, McDonald's. Uh, Honestly, anybody willing to sponsor yeah, us? Just give us money. More than happy to give you Listen guys a little shout out. books on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Nick? What, what did you watch it on? What format? Uh, I definitely rewatched it on digital. I have it on, like everybody else said, I have it on like three of the formats. But digital is the easiest. I literally just spoke it into my Apple TV and it was like, <laughs> and there it is. Siri, play yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. And that's exactly what I did. I was waiting for one of our phones <laughs> yeah. to actually like ding at that. I was no. really Notice ready. I didn't say, hey, Siri. What was that again? <laughs> you got to whisper the first part. One hey, more time Siri. for the phones at home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Google. Hey, Siri. Alexa, <laughs> download Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Alexa, play the thong song. <laughs> that one Jihad, will what work. about you? It was uh, iTunes uh, as well too. iTunes, you downloaded it and like yeah, bought it. I, I bought that a long time ago. Oh, like, okay. Oh, indie. All right, I'm in. And then I got all three except for the Crystal Skull one. <laughs> I, was, I hovered around. I was like, I could complete. The, no, no, no. Wait till the fifth one because that's coming, and maybe the fifth one will make us all forgive the fourth one. Eh. <laughs> that better be a hell of a fifth movie. Hey, Lucas it, didn't write it. Twenty, right? Lucas didn't write it. Twenty nineteen now. Nineteen. Oh, wow. Twenty nineteen. They bumped it up. Is Chris Pratt gonna play Indiana Jones? No. Yeah. Harrison Ford is back. Wow. Yeah. And it's Spielberg directing. So no old. Lucas script. Harrison Lucas Ford does his own stunts sure, to uh, crash planes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> wait for the uh, Rotten Tomato reviews. We'll I am see. going to see it the midnight release because I do not care if it's bad. It is Indiana Jones, That's and true. I owe him that much. That's true. I already <laughs> bought my tickets. There was a bum on the corner. I was like, I got your tickets, so I gave him some money. Oh, okay. Wow. Giving back, back to the my community. <laughs> Uh-oh. Bloopers. It was fuzzy. You gave him bloopers. (laughs) (laughs) I gave him a bad case of the bloopers. Sorry, baby. 
Um, all right. So uh, what are some things that you notice now as an adult that you were just kind of like, oh, I didn't first, catch that. The first thing that I noticed while watching the film is that we're literally given everything we need to know about Indiana Jones within the first segment of the film. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. we know that he's an adventurer. We know that he's brave. We know that he's afraid of snakes. Like, we know that he is... Uh, intelligent and can think on his feet like you know who indiana jones is within the first 10 minutes of this movie which that's helps all, with the rest of the that's movie. all you need like yeah. they, they have to go no deeper no further like it you understand him that mm -hmm. I, I love that yeah well because like a, a lot of like modern storytelling what they do is they introduce your character from a, a low point and mm -hmm. have you build but this is so effective because you the first time you see jones he's already trekking through the forest he's yeah mid-adventure which is you as an audience, it, it's more sophisticated because you don't need to be led into everything to understand this character. It just happens. And you're like, that's just who he is. Mm -hmm. Well, So that's the beauty of it. It's still the hero's journey. Yeah. That movie still follows the hero's journey beat by beat. But it's not what we get a lot of now, which is the internal hero's journey. Like this mm -hmm. person finding it in themselves and moving on. Mm -hmm. No, he already found it. He yeah. knows who he is. Mm -hmm. He's not looking to change. He's not going through that. It is literally when when they say that he's going into the cave, he's actually going into a cave. Yep. Yeah, right there. Like it is literally <laughs> like for seven minutes, like <laughs> entering the damn cave. Like, exactly. Oh man, where are you like? But that's the thing, though, is that okay? That that intro you can't you can't compare to it. It's amazing, and you don't. He doesn't even speak a word the whole time, and you already have that much established. But I felt like once I rewatched it, it was more like the subtle things that they said at like afterwards or in between that made you go okay there's something more to the story like for instance right after he escapes the giant boulder and uh what's his name belloc uh takes his gun away from him he starts telling him about how he needs to choose his friends more carefully mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that becomes an ongoing theme until when yep. he finally decides to make a choice after the bazooka incident all <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bazooka incident then that's when you actually really see him as a hero because I didn't feel like he was a hero. When, when you really look at it, he didn't feel like a hero. He did no. the most body count in the movie, more so than the Nazis yeah. did. Mm -hmm. well, not the entire Nazis, but the yeah, Nazis. Yeah, yeah, Nazis in that year. Yeah. <laughs> so when I looked at In that at, week. <laughs> no wonder you loved him. He killed all those Nazis. He killed so many Nazis. So many He's a little Nazis. Jewish hero. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that you look at the, the movie, it wasn't, up until a certain year, it wasn't Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was Raiders of the Lost Start. Yeah. So you're looking at the story of these people who are trying to take these artifacts and either use them for one thing or another thing, and you just happen to follow the journey of one guy who learns to kind of have a conscience in the middle of it. Well, it's the same thing. Like, like you can take any of those big, those classic characters, like James Bond. Mm -hmm. He's not a hero. That's in, and they're not trying to make him a hero. He happens to work for the government. He happens to follow a, a, a stronger moral code. But barely. Yeah, it's yeah. the illusion of altruism because you don't even know what he wants to do with the Ark. He's like, oh, I want to put it in a museum and study it. It's like, but that thing is like a ghost murder machine. Right. But For no, the most right? part, I would say Indiana Jones is actually a pretty selfish individual. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, I mean, he's out he, to make money and learn as much as he possibly can. His relationship can. with Marion is a perfect example of that. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, what the he, fuck happened? We, uh, like, we will never know. A 14-year-old girl and left her in Tibet. What it okay. really feels like. <laughs> that, that's It's real strongly hinted. Yeah, the she is. says she was a child yeah and you knew better it's like the f man the 80s were a different time yeah <laughs> cocaine was one of the drugs yeah i mean um, that's, that's that's the golden age one, one of the interesting things i noticed this round was that it felt serialized like it felt episodic mm -hmm. and i think that's why it is so pervasive and why it still stands because it's almost like binge watching a netflix season yeah. it's almost indiana jones season 1 raiders of the lost ark cuz there are these segments that start and wrap up like an episode there was a point where he's climbing onto uh the submarine before they're heading to arian island and uh when he's climbing <laughs> on there i can almost see them putting credits up Episode. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, oh, each time they get to a new location, there he goes. it's a new episode. They want it to be serialized. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was the whole point of what George Lucas was trying to come across with that is that it was based off of those 1930s serialized, uh, um, like the, the adventure short, stories. Yeah, the adventure stories, and even like a lot of the archetypes that you see in those particular types of stories are 
that is Indiana Jones. Like you have, uh, for instance, the old wise guy who is uh, Brody, the yeah, the, the mentor. Curator. Yeah, you have the love interest. You have the sidekick, which is more so like Sala. <laughs> yeah, yep. And then you have your your nemesis. And there's always a cliffhanger at the end of those serials. Instead of having the cliffhanger, it's like there's your chapter of that movie. Yep. I almost want to see this movie like cut up into different. Like uh, into a serial, into a, a serialized, so I can kind of just hit skip to go skip uh, skip over the theme song and move into the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Nick actually well, on our on our way over here, he taught he taught me something that he noticed, or mm-hmm. rather, like learned about. Uh, I want you to share it because I was about to steal it, and I realized that would have been unfair <laughs> on That's a fair. podcast. I was gonna steal it because it was yours about Belloc. Uh, oh the, yeah, it was it was actually really really interesting to see. Something that you know is like it's nothing less than a very Spielbergian kind of overarching Easter egg where, you know, you have these two really, really larger than life, really big powers. You know, you have Indiana Jones representing like, you know, the the really powerful American kind of view. And then you have the Nazis that are also looking for the same Ark of the Covenant. And then you put Belloc in there, and he kind of has this very real-world, like, in-joke of being that kind of, like, playing to the middle. Like, no, I'm kind of doing this. I'm also an archaeologist, and I'm doing the same thing as you, but I'm also kind of playing the part. Like, I'm with the Nazis, and I'm working with them. Very much like Occupied France did in World War II. And it's literally only he would be able to put something so 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 large and so subtle. But that makes perfect sense. Very cool. Because Belloc... That's that's why I won't use the word villain. He's a rival. Mm-hmm. He's not a villain. He's not a Nazi. No. He's an antagonist. He's, he's a an antagonist. Absolutely. And, and, but it, it still, there's one line he says. I pulled it up because I wanted to make sure to quote it properly. There's still one line he says that I love and hate at the same time. Mm-hmm. I love it because it points out exactly what I'm saying, but I hate it because it's a little bit of lazy storytelling. But the line is. You and I are very much alike. Archaeology is our religion, yet we have both fallen from the pure faith. Our methods have not differed as much as you pretend. I am but a shadowy reflection of you, which I love, but I also fucking hate it because there is no good villain out there or good foil or anything who looks at themselves and says, well, I'm the bad guy. Like, I'm the bad guy. You're a good guy. So let's No, they're like, well, I'm the smart one. Yeah. Or I'm more clever. Or I'm faster. Or I have better connections. I have more money. The best villains think they're the hero. Exactly. I just want to protect this city. I just want to protect this world. But he's fully admitting that he is, like, the shadow of Indiana Jones. He's the villain. Yep. And So I hate that he thinks of himself that way. But I still love that he even draws that comparison of just, like, the... No, we are exactly the same. Like... You, but you could think that he he would say something like that because he knows he's working with the Nazis. That's but like, at that there's point, your shadow uh, there. Here's the thing, though. At that point, and I'm not saying you know I'm not going to be a Nazi apologist here. But that. at that point, <laughs> I don't <know> that. at <laughs> that point, as bad as this is going to sound, really the Nazis kind of rising up at that point was not viewed as negatively as people look at it now. Well, they had That's no true. clue what like was Hitler in store. Was time, That's why right? they had they had no idea what it was. Germany was in an economic slump, and here was this group that was just like, look. We're just taking our land back, we're strengthening our people, and we are just making it a better place for Germans. We're gonna make Germany great again. Oof. That sounds so it sounds like you're sympathizing with familiar. <laughs> well I don't know, I don't, it doesn't sound familiar to anything, but anyway, you have a little wall or something, I don't know. Oh, damn, I feel like I watched a different movie. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's talk a little bit about like some of the production. Uh, like. I was actually still kind of blown away at how much work it probably took to make this movie. Mm-hmm. That was actually another thing that Dan and I had talked about on the way over here. Like, there's none of that, like, okay, we're just walking or, like, cheesy travel scene. Like, I think at most it would be just while they're on the airplane sitting there. And even that, like, it's not just this weird shell. Like, everything is very fully fleshed out. Everything has real environments like it feels absolutely like you are in every scene yeah everywhere you go you like it feels real it's and it's different everything like when you're in the submarine 
you know, I guarantee you that was just a small little area on a soundstage. Oh, yeah. But we were in a goddamn submarine. It felt yeah, like moment. Moment. You felt that claustrophobia. And you got to yeah. give it to the sound for that. I mean, they won so many awards just because of sound alone. Yeah. And, like, take, for instance, the, the ultimate scene, which is the giant boulder, right? Yeah. That thing's made out of, like, what? A, not, not acrylic, like, fiberglass. Yep. So imagine, a, an, like, a, like, a balled up surfboard rolling down a hill. The sound <laughs> what that must have sounded like to Harrison Ford in front of that compared to what they created in a lab is yeah. amazing because you don't you think it's a thousand tons and it's going to crush him yep. and it's yeah. amazing that it's the, like 300 pounds the, also the iconic punch sound effect that yes. Indiana Jones has it was almost a whip it really was, <laughs> it was like, like kung fu it was great like <laughs> anyone who punched had like even uh, at one point when Marion punches Indy it's that same punch noise you're like yeah that's a punch <laughs> you did it they might as well have just said bam on the screen honestly yeah. yes it was an audible bam <laughs> there's only one part of the sound that I thought was the dumbest moment ever and that's oh, right when yeah I, I got it I got it sound guy a critiquing bit. sound um, it was the point where they like crash through the wall when they're in the, the well of souls and uh, and Marion goes through and she sees all the bodies there's all these screams that are yeah. happening from the dead bodies that, oh, uh, yeah, what, what the like, fuck was that about yeah. I was like oh, okay that took me out of there for a moment well that was that was her imagination she heard her own screen reverberating in that small area I don't want to go into her mind yeah, <laughs> yeah me neither we spent no other time in her mind besides yeah. this one point um, okay you know what he wants to scare you a little alright Spielberg yeah, has a little horror absolutely. in his blood yeah, a little theatrical there actually that leads into two points uh, both of your points lead into two points where my uh, disbelief was suspended. Number one, when he knocked over that uh, pillar to knock down the limestone wall, how did he not die hanging onto that thing? Right, he was like, riding it. That's that's normal physics. Like you're a that pancake. That was some Doctor Strange love shit <laughs> that right sure there. Sure was. Um, so that, and then uh, the second thing was like when he crawled up onto the submarine, and then the next thing you see, it's like the submarine traveling to Aryan Island. He does not go in. Apparently, legend has it that there is a deleted scene of. Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones underwater hanging onto a periscope the oh entire fucking God. way. I just assumed they that he just got it cut it out. Dura fucking ability. <laughs> that is his only power. He actually had a refrigerator for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. It was Made a lead refrigerator filled every... with air. <laughs> so that's like, oh, why there's question. a refrigerator on the outside actually, of the submarine. Actually, you know, Jared, you made a good point because there's that point where they take uh, Marion and they throw her down the well of souls. And if you did, you notice that not the only did she upskirt shot. Yes. No, no, well, not just the upskirt <laughs> shot, but she hits. her her lower back. Oh yeah, super hard. I'm like, before she's she gets a paraplegic. Down. Yeah, there's a cracking sound. It's the punch sound, but with her own back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh. That's where they actually got the punch sound. Is they have to that. that. They're like, well, that's that sounded terrible. Well, that's yeah. perfect. That. Let's just uh, let's just supplant that there. So here's what this brings us to: Is the Indiana Jones a replicant? Oh. <laughs> Uh, no, shit. <laughs> no, but the replicant in Blade Runner has Indiana Jones's implanted memories because he's seen all of the movies because yes. they have been loaded into his brain. Yeah, which they all took from Han Solo in Carbonite. They've yeah. just been pumping it out of there because right. those are his other lives, his dreams. <laughs> yep. And then uh, he kicked someone off a plane and said, "Both get off my plane and no ticket." No ticket. Both get off my ticket. plane. Get off my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> got him. Where the fuck are we going? I know. This is why you you don't let Nick lead the conversation, guys. I'm so sorry. I would have warned you. Cut it off quick. All right. Well, let, let's start. Let's start getting into. Get some... off my ticket. That should have been our tagline to open Get this episode. Off my Get off my ticket. Snakes. Um, seven thousand snakes. They bought seven thousand yeah. snakes. Did you uh, speaking that. of sound design? Do you know what they used? Uh, they layered into the sound design for the snakes. Xylophones. No hands running through a cheese casserole, like that squishy, right. like. Oh, weird. Why so am I, I mildly turned on by that? <laughs> I think it was the hand gesture that no one saw. Oh my god! Uh, do it again. Do it again. Mufasa. What, what would you? <laughs> what would you say is the moral message of this movie? Don't steal Jewish artifacts. That's actually right Don't on the mess nose. With the Jews. Don't. Don't mess- don't fuck with the Jews! <laughs> uh, okay, now say it in Hebrew. 
I don't know it. Uh, I don't speak. I don't speak that stuff. Uh, the, that's old world. That's old. That's old Jew. I'm a. I'm a modern Jew. How about Yiddish? Yeah. And uh, my grandparents spoke it. I didn't. Oh. And uh, yeah. My really... name is Yiddish. Really? Jared comes from Herod, which I think means. Oh, King Herod. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the the translation I looked up said tied to the line of Christ, but I'm like, yeah, but what's the nature of that tie? King Herod, he killed a lot of babies, right? You don't, want, you don't want to be part of that tie. No, yeah, I don't no. Want that. And now here it is on a podcast for everyone to know. Yep. That's Recorded my name. Uh, I my think... name is Innocent, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Jihad. Yep. Jihad means nothing wrong to me. Uh, I think the moral of the movie or, or the message is to never give up. Right? Like, if, if there's nothing else that you can learn from Indiana Jones, it is to just never give up. And to that point that we were talking about before, about by the end of the movie, he actually does become the hero. Like, mm-hmm. he, he finds that message. You realize by the end of the movie, when he's holding that rocket launcher and he's aiming at the Ark, what does he say he's there for? He's not there for the Ark. I just want the girl. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Just give me the girl and I'll leave. Yeah. Even though like only 20 minutes before he puts sure. the gag back on her. Yeah. He's like, I found the Ark, bitch. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You need to stay here. But he learned his lesson. He learned his he lesson and he never gave up. All it took was a sub ride. And then they had yep. a baby Shia LaBeouf. Okay, well, is that the end of the podcast? That's the end for me now. So. That's, uh, no, I would say oh, that man. the that whole concept of him going after all these art, all the artifacts, and talking about them from the very beginning, and having his established personality, he does that with open eyes. He is completely, um, completely critical over the whole folklore behind everything as well too well folklore this sounds like go fuck yourself damn it <laughs> i did that to myself but you like even brody and sala they're both saying that you know they have superstition behind yeah. all this and it all all the way up until the very end when they finally open up the arc that's when he's like you know what i don't need to see this shit let me close my eyes to this for this one time and maybe i actually follow my faith in, and at, others have warned me. I may not buy into it, but you know what? What have I got to lose? And he survived. And he survived. Yeah. <laughs> All the Nazis are gone. Even though yeah. Marion definitely peaked, by the way. If you watch, yeah. her eyes yeah, definitely opened. Oh, yeah, She yeah. peaked. I'm like, come on, bitch. So, yeah, I saw you. That's I, why she didn't get two sequels. Well, I think, <laughs> or a prequel sequel. I think that's why Nick and I, we were discussing like how they survived that. And I think the obvious answer is, they had no ill will towards Jews in their heart. Bringing us back to our first message, what which the- is... Don't, Don't fuck with the, the Jews. Jews. <laughs> I thought it was about belief. <laughs> like, no matter what, you do what you believe, and that's kind of like your moral center. Because it's your true north. Yeah, there's no subjective like altruism in here. Like, and I think that's embodied between the relationship between Belloc and uh, Jones, like you, like your point earlier, it's like they're both just two sides of a coin, yeah, right. It, but it's like, and and actually, that speech made me rethink. It's like, is this a call back to him refinding his faith in what he does and who he is, right, and what he wants to atone for, which was patching up the relationship between him and Marion, which was right? not what he went to do. No, not what he went to but do. But what originally. he ended up wanting to do. Yeah. So it's like. I don't know. It's, it's You're right. It is an internal journey, as external as this movie was. <laughs> and Nazi monkey. And a Nazi oh, monkey. Yeah. We can't forget the Nazi monkey. <laughs> Nazi monkeys. Sig heiled his he, way to some bad dates. He did. <laughs> it, was a, it was cute, and it bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did, so my question for the monkey, real quick, is like, where did he learn that? Were there some German soldiers sitting around saying, like, this is this is how you greet us? Or was he, like an experiment in Germany, then transported to Egypt. Oh, there's, a, there's a dedicated German unit designed solely to teach monkeys how to... How to uh, see Kyle? Yeah, see Kyle. Yeah, Last monkey. Everyone needed to... Well, they, So Hitler was superstitious, as you know. And it is believed that if you have monkeys that support you ideologically, you will live to be 106. Like the Republican Party. <laughs> 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 I made up that superstition, by the way. Don't don't try to teach monkeys ideology. Uh, You'll waste your time. Another factoid from Go Folk Yourself, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the facts are made up, and we don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Give us money on Patreon. Um, Does anybody we... want to talk about uh, Marion's role in this whole movie? Jared and I oh, were talking yeah. earlier about how they never quite commit 
to her being a progressive female character. Oh she's a God. very strong no. female character, but she still falls into all those like damsel in distress she, archetypal tropes. She straddles that line the yeah. whole movie because there are moments where if someone calls her a damsel in my head. I'm just like, nah, that's not Marion. But at well, the same wait, time, it is. It is. It is. It is. No, because... She's very much Daphne in the new Scooby-Doo movie that came out. Well, like the first new Scooby-Doo new? movie. Oh, the one, like, oh okay. How new the new Scooby-Doo movie. Oh, okay. All right, well, good okay. good reference. That's That's good. Good. Fresh so, uh, she, anyway. She was like, look how strong I am. I'm going to learn karate, and I'm going to do all these other things, but I'm still going to somehow get captured so that the plot moves forward. So, <laughs> okay. And here's where I subscribe more. to. It's kind of not... Uh, straddling a line of like uh, a great feminine hero it's kind of like uh the message is like yeah shut your uppity mouth b and then like get back into this dress she has three wardrobe changes all into dresses yep. no matter Sometimes how tough they literally made her get out of her pants oh my to put on a dress yes um, like which, man that's actually a fucking message isn't it it, it is yep. definitely a message because every time she's like don't mishandle me immediately she's yep. pushed around she's like hey this is my bar and then like grab her <laughs> so, burn down the bar <laughs> no Shit. matter what it's kind of an anti-feminist message it's In like way, yeah. like pipe down you or but then again, uh, I oughta <laughs> then again who here would drink with Marion dude uh, like, okay absolutely. in a minute uh, there is a there's she's actually, a tank right in the desert, she's like no, out like drinking, in a tundra. In a tundra, she's tundra out, drinking, yeah, drinking like a three hundred pound. Oh wait, herb. that's right. But she was desert drinking as well. Yeah. She was absolutely right because she wasn't just giving Belloc drinks and pretending to drink. Uh -uh, she, she was, was fucking drinking. going with. And the next day, she's like in like the blistering heat, like. I have a couple drinks. Maybe it's my old age, but like I feel terrible the yeah, next day. No hangovers yeah. for her. Yeah. Well, interesting fact is that Steven Spielberg wanted to have Indiana Jones actually have some kind of darker side to him, like the Humphrey Bogart drunkard, and he wanted mm. to have him be a drunkard throughout the entire movie. And everybody else is like, Nah, bro. And so uh, I don't he, know they if left... that's a good idea, Stephen. <laughs> they left a lot of God damn it, George, on him. get out of this room. And <laughs> when I looked that up, I also thought I was like, you know, maybe maybe Marion is kind of like the the feminine side of Indiana Jones that gets pushed down a little bit more, and that's why they have that little that drinking oh, part to it. Geez, oh shit. <laughs> That's an interesting element. Yeah, I need to rewatch this movie again. I, I need to I need to watch it through that lens. Different lens. Take three. Yeah. yeah. Take, three. Take, take three. Take three. Take four. <laughs> uh, take as many as you want. Just pay. <laughs> On Patreon. On Patreon, where you can find Take Two podcast. That's right. Not and go folk yourself. Yeah. And go folk yourself. I was gonna plug you guys. It's your show. Thank you. you know. I'll plug it. Appreciate that. Plug yeah. we've, we've come a long way. It's an internal journey for you. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Indy. I found myself. Um, and then let's talk real quick just about the hat. All right. The hat? All right. The hat. We have time real quick for the hat. We have the time and, for the hat. And then we'll do the final question. All right. So the hat. How important is the hat? It is the most important thing in that movie. It is the most iconic thing about it, more so, I would say, even than the whip. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, there, the whip's up there, but the, the hat is the most iconic thing. The brown fedora has forever been transformed. Yeah. You cannot wear it yeah. without someone going, ah, look at look at uh, old uh, Montana Jordan over here. Uh, look at that yeah. old uh, Indiana Jones hat over there. <laughs> look at that uh, Jack Hunter over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you guys need to watch Jack Hunter. It's so bad. Anyway. Oh. Um, I will say this about the hat. So we know that uh, Tom Selleck was originally cast yes. in the role, right? Do you know that at the time, and I, I forget where I read this, but at the time, like men's hats were not a part of men's fashion. Correct. Right? Yeah. So it wasn't until I think everything, there was this article that traced all these fashion uh, icons who with hats, it all traces back to actually Magnum P.I., which Tom Selleck had to leave the production of Raiders of the Lost Ark because he had first bid for Magnum P.I. They just started up production. They're like, well, no, he's ours now. And so he started the whole hat with uh, like always wearing the hat. And it was like this man wearing a hat. And that started men's hats in, in men's fashion. But then again, so yeah. like the movie takes place in the 30s. At that point, hats with suits was completely normal. There's a lot of people that say because of Kennedy that the hats for men died. Yeah, because I would say John F. Kennedy only... was the first president like to not really wear hats. Oh, true. He had a great head of hair to show off. Oh, absolutely. That's what it was. I would say it's not only normal for them to wear hats, but like it was expected at that time. Sure. At that like, time, yeah, you had a hat. That's why Indy, he had that brown fedora, but in that last scene, it's a gray fedora. 
Because yeah. it matches the suit he's wearing. True, but fedoras still never actually came back. And even when you wear sure. a fedora, you mock them for being a, a, an Indiana Jones wannabe. But people wear, like, baseball caps all the time. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. The so, baseball cap won. It, but you also got to notice when he puts on the fedora, it's always when he's about to do his adventures. Like, what was it? In the very beginning of the movie when he uh, flies out... Is it to Cairo? I think it is. Probably. Oh no, no! When he flies out to Nepal, he he was in a suit, and then he puts on the hat while yep. he's inside mm-hmm. the plane and goes to goes to sleep for a little bit. Yeah, it's his bat mask. Yep, it's yeah. his alter ego. And Jared and I actually mentioned that a little bit. That's another superhero element to Indiana Jones. He's a, a professor by day and an adventurer. By day, yeah, <laughs> terrible professor. True. By the way, I yeah, think, which has been established through all the movies. Where he like yeah. misspells he Neolithic. Doesn't go to office hours. It's all no, that. All yeah. That. You guys want to know something that I thought was super dark about it? You know when you see him in his in his classroom and all the girls are there yeah. and they have the "I love you" on there. Mm-hmm. That's because all the guys have been drafted to war. Jesus! Oh my god! Not at that point. Thirties. Isn't nineteen thirty six? It's, it's 1936. They were, we weren't part of the war at that point. Oh, we were still donating to Britain, though, yeah, right? Yeah. And but, there was uh, one guy in the classroom. <laughs> the one guy gave him an apple yeah, when he, he was did. walking out. That one guy was very progressive. Uh-huh, that guy yeah. really yeah. didn't. He didn't care what people thought in the yeah. 30s. Yeah, like his story is Oscar material now. Yeah. Um, the draft would have been, like, the real draft, we're talking Vietnam War. World War II wasn't a huge draft. It was more just assumed. Oh, yeah. more like just participation... Yeah, you didn't have to draft. Honored. You were pissed. Like, people were signing up. They were yeah. like, they bombed us. Oh, kick some ass. Yeah, because Pearl Harbor hadn't happened yet. Our yeah, draft would right, have kicked right. in after well, Pearl Harbor. So that would be in, what, 1941? Yeah. We're learning more right now in this podcast than his students did in his class. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I guess that brings us to our final question then. Uh, would you recommend this movie to someone who has not seen it? I, I do almost every day. In a heartbeat, absolutely. Also, who 100%. hasn't seen it? You tell me who that is. You tell me who that is. I will go to their fucking house. Probably some children. I'll go. I'm going to their house. <laughs> well, okay. Well, um, babies well, are born every day. Gonna beat up some babies. Yeah. Are you not? <laughs> Admittedly, my girlfriend hadn't seen it until I showed her, um, and she makes a pretty good point about it. She's like, Indiana Jones. She's like, it's pretty good, but it's no national treasure. No. Hold on. She's dead now. If I may, if I may, I'm I'm for a moment. I in the way, in a so way, what? in the way that. Um, Indiana Jones is an homage to previous like antiquated serials, which you know are no longer really a thing. National Treasure is a better Indiana Jones movie for a modern audience because of not what? only the adventure aspect and the comedy, but also the pacing. We're talking about like audiences now <laughs> cannot sit through a Raiders of the Lost Ark, but they will go to a Nick Cage movie event. I think I think I just bloopered. <laughs> Can you welcome. hear that? Listen, guys, listen, listen, listen. That's the sound of everybody's butthole clenching right now. Yeah, pucker factor We're of eleven. Very angry at Jared's girlfriend at this. <sighs> no, 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 no. This was I, this, me, guys. This, this was me. This now. is something that I I noticed though. If you look mm. at the three major Indiana Jones movies, uh, Raiders, Temple, and Crusade, you could just say the three Indiana Jones movies. And just, uh, just in case there's somebody Raiders, who hasn't Raiders seen them yet. And Raiders Last Crusade and Crystal Skull. The only ones that matter, right? Well, if you look at the the response between Raiders and Crusade, at least for for moviegoers, people that love movies like us, you notice we have more of a kinship towards Raiders and Crusade more so than Temple of Doom Mm -hmm. and Crystal Skull. And I I felt that the uh, like Crusade especially. Uh, follow the same kind of serial style that Raiders did. Yes. Uh, everything from the characterization to the pacing to the different types of uh, settings. It was it was Raiders, but with 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 Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know the one thing I was thinking about when I was watching Raiders is that he uh, what's his name Ra- Ravenwood Marion's father. That's they they put, give him a lot more story than people are willing to actually pay attention to. He was obsessed with the Ark. He carried journals and all this other stuff. And what does that remind him? What remind you of? It reminds oh, you of his crusade, father. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, he yeah. he needed a father figure. His father figure was so obsessed with the with the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. That he went to his teacher. His teacher was obsessed with the Ark. He's trying to find his daddy <laughs> every oh, single time yep. until Crystal Skull, where his son is trying to find his daddy. Yeah, well, no, no. I, no. I would drop the mics, but I don't want to spend the money to. <laughs> <laughs> no. That can't be the point we close out on. There's no. got to be another point no. to make, right? No. Someone. Well, you want you want the national treasure point or my point? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I will take that point. Jihad wins. 
Jihad wins the I, podcast. I, I win something, damn it. So we would all recommend this movie to someone who yes, has not absolutely. seen this. God, yes. 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 All right, so that's it. Take, and I will recommend that Sky rewatch it. She does rewatch it and then wants to watch all National Treasures. No, do it again. <laughs> no, watch it again. Every time she says National Treasure, you make her rewatch it. In Raiders. fact, what you need to do is yeah. fill all the National Treasure boxes in your house with Indiana Jones DVDs. Oh my God, that's, please. That's actually I really am funny. not telling my Marion to put on a dress again, okay? Oh. Yeah. I, know, I don't know how you guys like do it in your relationship, but if she wants to watch National Treasure, she can watch National Treasure because that's her Indiana Jones. She can put the dress on. Yeah. She can, no, she can put, she'll look great in the dress. <laughs> You know you want to. <laughs> Come on, sweetie. Put the gag back in, otherwise the whole thing's off. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm sorry, Sky. I'm not a part of this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks to our guests, yeah. Dan and Nick, for coming in today. Yeah, thanks and for having us. Yeah, guys. tell the audience where they can find you guys. Uh, Mark and guy, you do Just in case, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they don't know. Yeah, I mean, we, we do have a huge fan base, which... We're hoping we can give some of them to you. An international fan base. We do have a, a surprisingly large UK fan base. Huh. It is at least 40% of our listeners are from the UK. It's the sweet, dulcet, velvety vocal stylings of Brett Yarnigan. It has to be Brett Yarnigan. They hear him and they think, ah, the historic Norse invaders. Yeah, I can, I can own, when I listen to Brett's voice, I can feel the mustache tickling my own lips. Thank God it's not just me. <laughs> well, please, go ahead, uh, plug, plug yeah, away. absolutely. So you can find us on iTunes. We are go folk yourself if you'd like to talk to us on social media we are at go folk podcast on twitter and you can just search go folk yourself on facebook and it is also go folk yourself podcast on instagram yep and i, I say this to a lot of people i'll say it again uh, uh we joke about being uh big and famous and rich and all that and yeah we are but like we'll still chat so like message <laughs> us we'll say hey we, we actually have a few fans who we do talk to pretty regularly, one of which is sending us a care package for Christmas, which is both creepy and awesome. Hey, I love really it. Awesome. You know, it's actually not even that creepy. They're real sweethearts. I yeah, kind of love them. I absolutely love them. <laughs> anyway, the end. Yep. And uh, where can they find us, Chris? So right now we Go have a... GoFolkYourself.com. <laughs> definitely not a GoFolkYourself.com. Uh, we just there. set up a new Patreon, so patreon.com slash take two podcast mm -hmm. we also have a facebook page i believe it's the jared help me out here uh, the take two podcast facebook.com slash the take two podcast perfect search it on facebook yeah search it on facebook search take two, take podcast. two podcast on facebook <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on the comment list of every youtube video that's reviewing any <laughs> old yeah. movie too. you can find our latest episode on the post that i tagged you in so. <laughs> uh what was uh don't you guys have a youtube channel uh, we, no, no, that's actually the more famous uh, Take Two YouTube channel, which is inherently different. We're we're kind of vanilla icing this one. Oh, so. oh, all right. Dun so you, yours is yours is dun 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 dun. dun. Yes, it's that extra <laughs> dun in there that yeah. makes it completely different. Take take take, take, take two. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's Very good. Nice. I'm noting but, that for the next theme too. <laughs> feel free to check out our Patreon. We just added a couple of different reward tiers. One of which is actually extra episodes. We have a couple uh, extra episodes, some more content. So if you guys enjoy what you hear, uh, go ahead and check it out. Thanks for joining us, guys. Have a great day. And go folk yourself. Fuck! Ah! <laughs> oh, this is the last word. <laughs>